And this time on Culture File, the first of a pair of postcards from Los Angeles from Ornia Gallagher. This time we're in the steadily gentrifying Echo Park neighborhood with its eponymous park where you can rent swan boats or just languish in the sun. Along with other city parks, however, Echo Park has become decidedly less idyllic recently and a newly constructed chain-link fence now runs all around it. Ornia took a walk in the park with local councillor Maybe a Girl, the first ever drag queen to be elected to public office in the U.S. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. I'm in Echo Park, Los Angeles, where the seemingly eternal Californian sun shines down on a small lakeside park with water fountains and swan pedal boats, and where the recently installed chain-link fence gleams. An unsightly addition, but it does seem fitting in describing the growing divide between the older, less affluent generation here and the newer, wealthier influx. I'm here to meet Maybe a Girl, a counsellor by day and drag queen by night. And Maybe, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Anya. Anya? Yes. I was wondering how to pronounce your name. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always says when I ran for the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council in 2019. Um, I wasn't running to become the first drag queen elected to a public office. It wasn't actually until I was elected and a few articles came out about me. And at first, somebody had suggested that I was the first drag queen in California to hold public office. And then as we did some more research, we found out that it was actually the first, I was the first in the whole U.S. And, you know, I'm a drag queen, but I'm also a trans person. And being elected locally being my authentic self was really inspiring to me to want to try to do something even bigger and to run for a national position. Um, there's never been a trans person ever federally elected to our government in any position. Um, there have been advances made. There have been some transgender people appointed um, to various positions, but um, there's never been a federally elected trans person. My name is Maybe a Girl. My pronouns are she, her, they, them, and I serve on the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council here in Los Angeles, where I act as treasurer. I also serve on our committee for people experiencing homelessness, and I'm also running for Congress in California District 30. Cool. Um, we're meeting here today in Echo Park. Yeah, so Echo Park is a wonderful neighborhood. It is a diverse neighborhood. I will say that Echo Park, uh, along with a number of the neighborhoods in this area, um, have become somewhat uh, victimized by gentrification. Um, there's been a lot of changes in the past few years. A lot of people who have lived in the neighborhood for decades are being priced out of the neighborhood. And where are these people expected to go? <laughs> That's the question. That is the million-dollar question. And... Uh, it's hard to say because L.A. in general has just gotten so expensive. Um, the neighborhood that I live in, Silver Lake, I moved there in 2013. And I've remained in the same apartment because I actually couldn't afford to move into my neighborhood today. Funnily enough, as a visitor from Dublin, which is becoming uncomfortably wealthy and expensive, I find L.A. a bit easier on the wallet. I'm lucky enough to have security and a house to live in, of course. But we are two cities dealing with a housing crisis in various capacities, and so I can't help compare. But Echo Park is looking very different to how it was when I was here last. A horrible chain-link fence has been constructed which runs all around the beautiful park. Visually, this is very much at odds with the water fountains and swan boats on the lake. 
I assumed it was some sort of COVID-19 measure, but actually, although it was constructed during a pandemic, it's unrelated. The fence was put up to keep unhoused people from staying here. The park was a community space for these 200 people, and in March 2021, they were suddenly evicted. As may be echoes, it is always sad to see people living on the streets, but this particular space was actually very lively and functional. They had a community garden, there were showers installed, outreach people visited daily to make sure needs were being met. In short, it worked. And it's one of the reasons that um, LA has so many homeless people, is it that people come to LA to be homeless? Because, I mean, the conditions in, in terms of weather make it even much easier. You know, that is, I think, actually a, a very common misconception. I, I don't think people move here to be unhoused, um, but one would naturally think that living in a climate like Los Angeles, it would be better to be unhoused here versus, you know, somewhere in the Midwest like Chicago or in New York. But actually more people die of hypothermia uh, who are unhoused here than they do in New York City. And as it stands, about four to five unhoused people in Los Angeles die every single day. Many of these horrifying numbers are people who already belong to marginalized communities. Black and brown, queer, transgender people, they are typically vulnerable from the get-go. And sadly, without sufficient consideration, their lives can be very difficult. It's a shame this community wasn't listened to or nurtured. Uh, if you were to come here, a year ago during the summer, you would have seen street vendors lined all around the lake, you know, selling everything from food to goods, drinks, um, and it just really created this awesome cultural experience. Yeah, I say, I'm sure I can imagine a really, really great atmosphere down here. Exactly. And now here we are with this beautiful park uh, fenced in by this hideous, ugly chain link fence. And, you know, I really think there's an analogy somewhere thinking about, you know, even the Trump administration and, you know, one of the biggest things that a lot of people hated about Trump and his administration was this idea of putting up a wall. You know, I thought that we were over the point of putting up walls. We should be tearing down walls, not putting them up. And is there any inclination of this fence coming down? I don't see the fence coming down anytime soon. It's been here for almost a year now. God, it's such an eyesore. And it it's it, it just has such a threatening atmosphere to it. Yeah, absolutely. And beyond that, I've even thought about the fact that it in and of itself is, you know, a, a threat to safety. God forbid something happens in this park. There's only two or three entrances and exits around this massive park that is, I think it's almost uh, like half a mile to go around the, the lake. So to have such few entrances and exits when so many community members use this park, again, God forbid anything happens, I don't know how people are going to get out of this park. Maybe has to make a speedy exit as she's due on stage and drag in a few hours at a nearby bar. Meanwhile, I'll soak up the sun while I can and try to find a space out of the shadow of the fence, as I certainly wouldn't want to return to Dublin with a chain link tan. Maybe a girl there talking to Anya Gallagher and we'll be back in Los Angeles next time when we'll try not to get stuck in the tar pits with paleobotanist Reagan Dunn.